You're listening to an Infatuation Podcast side dish, and I'm Curtis, and on today's episode, kind of a surprise episode, we'll be doing a casual end-of-the-year chat about our K-drama viewing in 2021. Three, two, one. Happy, Happy New Year! <laughs> All right. Well, that's kind of fake. It's uh, in on the West Coast here. It's only uh, December thirtieth. Uh, now Nadira is a little closer. You're about fourteen hours away from New Year's. But uh, yeah, Happy New Year's, everyone! Happy New Year! Surprise! This is an episode that we uh, just talked about very casually about doing. And I thought I'd squeeze one one last episode into twenty twenty one. And who's who better to do it with than our day one host? It's Nadira. Welcome back, Nadira. Hello. Thank you for having me back. Uh, you are already on New Year's Eve. So how does it feel to be one day closer to being done with 2021? It feels like I'm not ready to write the dates correctly for the next two months. Uh, that happens. That happens. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we were going to have Jennifer. You know, we're going to have uh, Jennifer and Nadira competing for the most times hosting but Nadira has a commanding lead now because Jennifer got sick I hope Jennifer is well we'll see hopefully she doesn't have the uh the COVID but uh she's got a sore throat and uh yeah drippy nose so she canceled on us so we had to call in off the bench our reserve teammate we called on called in Amy from South Carolina welcome Amy Thanks, Curtis. Um, hi, Curtis and Indira. I'm really happy to be here. Happy end of 2021. Yeah, we met because uh, we all, all three of us listened to K-Drama My Eyes Out. And you've heard Judy on our show before. And so we just kind of have chatted on watch parties. They have watch parties over there where we watch dramas together. So we know each other by name. And now we know each other by face. At least we, we've never met. All three of us have never met each other. But uh at least we know each other by face. So thanks for filling in, Amy. Uh, I'm sure you'll do us do us proud with your <laughs> K-drama picks today. I hope so. Thanks. All right. So what are we going to do today? What should we do, guys? We're going to just talk about, uh, well, actually, let's start with um, just life. What are you guys up to? What, uh, Nandira, what's new for you? You're still on break, right? Your work's kind of taking a break? Yeah, I'm just taking a break. Um this year has been really hectic with uni and some changes at work with software. Um, and you know, if you've had experience testing software, it's not fun. Um, <laughs> anything new? Not really. I feel like my life's been on hold the last two years. You know, I think everyone's yeah, feeling that. Yeah. Uh, and is Australia opening up a little bit? Are they relaxing some of their? Um, I know that borders are opening up. Uh, there is some still, you know, some testing in place that you need to do but each state is so different and it's definitely mm. affecting the political climate over here um mm. but it we're not open for tourists yet though so that's a bit unfortunate but at least permanent residents and citizens can come back yeah uh, yeah we're we're kind of locking down again a little bit i've heard some universities are going back online instead of in person when we start up in january so we'll see um, how about you, Amy? What are you up to? You have a good holiday season? Well, I have. I, I have. I have been uh, working. At, uh, you know, it's a the time of year where most everybody takes time off. I am not taking time off, and the reason for that is I, I did take a lot of time off around Thanksgiving holiday, 
And I, I got to take uh, two trips, which were, were very fun for me. I got to go to France with some friends, like kind of in this window, like this oh, open wow. COVID window. I think everything maybe has slammed shut. And then um, Curtis, I think you're aware. I also went out to California and saw BTS in Los yeah. Angeles. So <laughs> did you? Oh, so many people wanted tickets. Oh, it was so hard. That's a podcast in itself. Curtis is the ticket experience for that thing, <laughs> but um, it was awesome. Um, but but con- consequently, uh, it took up a lot of my vacation time. So I've been <laughs> working over the holiday. Oh, sounds worth man, it. Man, you've got the you've got the Korean fever, man. You, you're on the wave. <laughs> you're riding the Hallyu wave. <laughs> well, B- BTS is a rabbit hole of its own, and mm-hmm. there's there's content you could you could like go in a cave and not emerge for <laughs> a very long time. Now, how many days did you go? You went more than one day? Um, I went for two of the days. Yeah, the last two days of the show. So uh, uh, if, I don't know if you happen to see any of the images. Um, uh, the the third day, one of the BTS members was in a Squid Game costume at the end, uh-huh. which was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, the fourth day, Coldplay showed up at the at the wow. very end, which was oh. also very, I mean, it was, that's, it was amazing. I have to say. That's amazing. Yeah. No, I saw some images from that show and people, like you flew across the country, but there were people flying in from all over just dying, you know, cause it's been two years, right? Yeah. Since they've done a live show. So, wow. Those guys are, they are riding the world right now. They are, it's just their world and we're living in <laughs> that's it. That's right. I hear that three of them got COVID recently. They did. Yeah. 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 Yes. No more meet and greets for them. No. <laughs> a, a pun oh. return from the U.S. So, oops. Yeah. So sorry. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's just hard to stay isolated, you know, when you're doing that kind of a show. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, ah, 2022 has got to be better, right? <laughs> we said that last year. <laughs> we did, didn't we? <laughs> oh, man. Well... At least there's, we can still stay home and watch dramas, regardless of what's happening in the world. That's we right. still have some dramas Yay. to watch. And, uh, so what do you think of 2021 K-drama-wise? Um, I think it wasn't as bad as 2020. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Although that's a pretty low benchmark, though, I think. But there, <laughs> <laughs> there has been yeah. some decent ones out there, like... Um, Squid Game came out. I wouldn't. I personally, yeah. I don't think it's a fantastic one, but I think it's one that I can see being a gateway drama for many people who haven't been watching K dramas. Important before. one, yeah. Yeah, uh, DP I think is a huge mm-hmm. one. Um, I think a lot of people who watch Squid Game should also um, try DP because what I like about DP was it it knew the story it wanted to tell, which is uh, I think a struggle that a lot of K dramas do is sometimes you can feel them flaunting. Um, like trying to, you know, hook their audience and they struggle with it. But DP just went out there and knew what I wanted to do. So that that's actually, I think, the star of the year for me. Uh, hey, man. Hey, hold, hold oh, off sorry. a little bit. Don't, don't, <laughs> we're, not, so we're not in the analysis. <laughs> we're not in analysis section yet, man. Uh, no, yeah, no, there were some, there were definitely some high points. I mean, there were some things that kind of show showed that the K-drama world is evolving and Netflix is a huge player now. Disney Plus is becoming a player in K-dramas. They have a bunch on tap, too. So that's kind of exciting. I, I would say, I, I think I agree with you. 2020 was kind of a wasteland. Um, and the 2021 came back a little stronger. But if you go back and compare 
like top dramas from 2016 or 2017, 2018. It's like, man, those dramas were almost iconic now versus besides Squid Game, will any of these dramas be iconic? Like things that we look back on and say, oh man, that's, you know, that was a top drama ever. I don't know. What do you think, Amy? How, how was the year for you? Well, so I, I've only been in K-drama fandom uh, maybe about two and a half years. So so I don't have, a, you know, a, a decade or, or more to refer to, but uh, you know, I felt like it was more good than bad. There was there was plenty that I enjoyed that I watched that we got a got a couple uh, that that were real bummers. But uh, you know, on the whole, <laughs> I, I enjoyed a lot of what I saw. Yeah. So um, so I have a little chart. I don't know if you have that open. And when you look at the whole chart, you realize, man, there were quite a few dramas this year. Um, and then you also realize, I think I started more than I finished. I definitely started maybe twice as many as I actually finished, which says something, which says something. So uh, I guess I've got some categories for us to kind of work our way through. You want to start with the good or you want to start with the bad? What do you want to, what do you want to start with? Here, Amy, you're the, you're the newcomer here, so you get to decide. You get to decide. Why don't we start with the bad? All right, let's start with the bad. Uh, I, I kind of agree with that. All right, was there a drama that was a huge disappointment or something that you just you, you couldn't even get two or three more episodes in? What was the one that for you just kind of stunk so bad you had to quit it right away? That is a difficult question for me, Curtis. You know that because just because it's bad doesn't mean I'm going to stop. That's true. <laughs> you could No, you could have finished it. That, that's fine. I, but uh, let's start with you, Nadira. What, what was your stinker of the year? Maybe you finished it. I, I finished. I finished both, which I thought was really bleep. Um, <laughs> Doom at Your Service was horrible. Okay. And Sisyphus, which I know you watched some oh, of. Oh man, those are yeah, yeah the bummers of the bummer of the year. Right. What was so bad about Doom at Your Service? I think because it just has Park Bo Young, who is I think is amazing. We like her so much. Exactly, right? she's so cute, <laughs> and um, it had, you know, I mean, I know we're sick of the you know, the paranormal, supernatural being. But, you know, if it's done right, it can still be above average. And it seemed like they had no plan in the script whatsoever. They were just carrying the Pak Boyong and the So Inguk name. So that was disappointing. And they had, it looks like they had a decent budget, but the execution and the direction, and, and I, I wrote this to another podcast about how there is a scene where the second lead was um, talking like, in, on the side of the street and it was snowing and then as the camera pans out the snow was only around them it wasn't snowing <laughs> anywhere else and you're like surely someone caught this uh, but no it just things like that just made it horrible and then don't get me uh, even to the plot line yeah amy did you watch that at all i did not i actually had it on on my to watch list because i had seen it on somebody's list of of best but i'm gonna rethink that <laughs> Well, you know, the thing with dramas is, is you, you, you should probably see it, right? You should probably judge for yourself because sometimes that happens where someone will say this is the best of the year and you watch it and it's just so terrible. But uh, I haven't watched it either, but I do like Park Bo Young. But yeah, I haven't heard anything good about it. But uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna jump on your bandwagon too, Nadir, and say Sisyphus was a disappointment because we like the actors, right? We like, well. <laughs> I love Chosun Wong. You like Chosun Wong? Yeah. And I like, um, what's her name? I'm blanking Park out Park Shin-hye. Park Shin-hye, yeah. I like her. But 
she's not very good, I guess. I don't know. And then it wasn't really their fault necessarily. It's just the plot was just so nonsensical. I think if they brought a lesser actor, it would have worked out in its horribleness. But because they bought like the big guns, you kind of, it fell flat. Yeah, expectation. Yeah. Yeah. But it just, yeah, it just, some of the plots lines, how could they possibly get away? There's like 40 guys chasing them. They all have guns and they're shooting and they just can't hit anything. It just doesn't make sense. You know, you can't repair an airplane with duct tape. You just, you know, mid-flight. It just can't do stuff like that. So anyway, Sisyphus, come on, man. It had potential. It had a lot of kind of Terminator 2 kind of vibe to it. I like time travel. I like I like nonsense like that. I don't mind <laughs> time travel and stuff, you know, stuff like that. But it's got to at least make sense when someone, 50 guys are pointing guns at you. You know, you can't just slide out the back door. Just, I don't know. What about him creating an app in like 15 seconds? Yeah, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's a genius, I guess. But Amy, did you watch this? Or you did the watch party with us, right? That, this is three sad votes for Sisyphus. <laughs> and it's a shame because I, I had such high expectations. I love the male lead um, because I enjoyed Stranger 1 and right. 2 so much. And and just was such a letdown. It was so implausible. I agree with you, Curtis. I don't think it was the actor's fault. It, it they were it wasn't good material. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. All right, says. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I don't know if it's my turn, but I had I had one more because I, I think uh, you know biggest disappointment that was certainly Sisyphus. Yeah. But I saw this was one thing that was truly a just a gigantic waste of time and it, and i haven't heard it on i haven't heard it mentioned much but it, it's called the road the road tragedy of one did you guys hear about it i haven't even heard of it so the reason i watched it it is because it starred the guy who's the dad on move to heaven um oh. who, who is um g jin he i think is his name and it had a lot of really good actors in it. And it, it was based on a on a novel, I think, by a Japanese author. It sounded so good. And it was it was just bad huh. script, bad acting, bad, you know, set design, you name it. So and I watched every single episode to your point, Nadira. <laughs> 16. Yeah. Oh man. That's tough. That's tough when you're committed, right? You get about eight episodes in and you know this is a train wreck. But you're like, well, you know, maybe they'll turn it around and just never does. I haven't even heard it. Nandira, have you heard of it? No, I haven't. I'm looking at the poster now. The poster looks good and it's a TVN one. And mm, hmm. yeah, so that's terrible. Sounds bad. Absolutely awful. All right. Well, I don't think I will watch it. <laughs> oh, and it only has 12 episodes, which is unusual for a TVN drama. Sounds like they cut it short. Maybe they cut it they short. They might have it. That was mercy. Yeah. Yeah, mercy killing <laughs> for the audience and the actors. There's, I think uh, it did have low ratings now that I think about it because I was uh, watching it when it was uh, airing, you know, in uh, in South Korea at the time. So. All right. Uh, let's move on to a next category. This may be kind of in the same boat. It may be a bad one or maybe a good one. But this is one, and I have a lot of these on the list of dramas that you started but you fell off for some reason and you may go back, you may not go back or, you know, something just came up, another drama came up. But is there a drama that you haven't finished uh, that you started in 2021 and you fell off for some reason? And uh, Amy, why don't you go first this time? 
Sure. Uh, the, the one that falls into that category for me is Inspector Koo on Netflix. I watched the first two episodes and I did really like it. And I like kind of procedurals or murder mysteries, that kind of thing. And, and I, I think, you know, life just got noisy or something, but I do want to go back to that one. Yeah, I, I have it on my list. Um, did you ever watch that one? I finished it. I have mixed feelings about it. <laughs> uh, we should give a disclaimer. Have we given a disclaimer yet? Um, we may we may inadvertently spoil something. I'll try not. We're to. not trying to. But if you hear if if you hear a drama, if we mention a drama that you're planning on watching or you're in the middle of watching, you might want to just. Uh, Mute it for a few seconds, but uh, yeah, we might have already spoiled Sisyphus. If anybody <laughs> would be interested in watching it after what we've all said. Well, we didn't give away any. Well, yeah, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I don't think we ruined it. I don't think it's our fault if the person doesn't like it. So sorry out there if anyone was dying to watch Sisyphus and and really wasn't sure if they would get shot if fifty people were chasing them. The <laughs> the answer is they get away. Um, <laughs> but um. Yeah, so one that I started uh, that I really liked, but for some reason I stopped was Mr. Queen. Uh, I watched a few episodes of it, and I like the cast, and it it's well done. It's and there's some really funny scenes. And if you don't, you guys know the plot of this one. Vaguely. There's a yeah. There's a modern day chef, and he gets transported. I don't remember how, but somehow he gets transported back to the Joseon era and to the body of the 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 woman who's going to become queen um and it's and they use historical names so they actually use real historical people but it's funny because he's such a goofball and he's in the body of a of a woman and there's all this scandal like how did she she fell into a lake i guess and almost died and then so she suddenly came back alive and he's in her body now and um, but it's funny because he's a chef, so he starts to invent things like he invented he invents ramen, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he knows that he, they never had ramen before, so he makes all this food that they've never had before. It's just kind of there's some fun stuff, and you know, it's a it's the woman from Thirty But Seventeen, or um, she was also in that ballet one that Shin Hassan? Angel, Angels, yeah, Angels Last Mission. And so she's good. I, we, my wife and I, really like her. So she's really good, and she's acting like a guy, you know, like a guy's possessed her body. So it's just some fun physical comedy. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just kind of fell off. But now that I re- think about it, I, I want to go back and watch it because it was pretty good. How many eps did you get in? I think I only got about two, maybe three. So not very far. And then yeah, something. Sometimes life gets busy, or yeah, something comes up. Uh, how about you, Nadira? Anything you've fallen off that you want to go back or maybe not, never again? Are we talking about 2021 strictly? Um, I don't know. Are there rules? <laughs> <laughs> you do whatever you want, Nadira. You're like a day one host. Well, I started Beyond Evil and I actually stopped in the first 10 minutes because I wanted something mm. that is uh, fast paced and light. And then you have this 10 minutes of um, one guy being stuck between the tall grasses and one guy running around and finding a dead body in the first 10 minutes. And you're like, nah, I'm going to stop. Um, yeah. And I will pick it up when I have um, this mind space for it. 
Yeah. But I yeah. I did go back and try um some older ones. I tried Misang as you recommended, but it it took me it just I had flashbacks of working in an Asian cosmopolitan city and I'm like, nah, I'm not doing this again. Um <laughs> so I stopped in about ep six, I think. I might go back to it later yeah. when um I'm happier. And I tried extracurricular because you told me that's the same maker as um, my name. But that's I told you. I think you told me that. Or was it Jennifer that told me that? Maybe Jennifer. Yeah. Um, but that's also heavy. And I'm like, where where are my, all my fun ones? And I just ended up watching like really cheesy uh, ones just to replace the ones that I dropped because they're too heavy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I liked extracurricular, but again, that was in a different time and a different space. Um, I got the recommendation from Jennifer recommended my Miss Yang, and um, I got about twelve episodes in, and then I looked up, and I realized it's twenty episodes. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I could I could push through four more episodes. <laughs> But then I looked up and I go, oh, I don't know if I can push through eight more episodes. So I kind of stopped. I like it, but it is super, it's a slow burn. Did it give you the same feels as um, my mister? It wasn't as, I didn't think it was as, it's not as dark, but it's also not as heartwarming either. It was kind of. Okay. <laughs> and I've never worked in a cubicle before, oh, so I don't, I don't know. Don't. But, oh, what uh, you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. So. I don't know if I would totally recommend. I, I think I would recommend extracurricular over Miss Yang. But um, all right. Anything else we want to talk about on the falling off of one? Yeah. What about you, Amy? Did you talk about anything that you dropped before? I, I did. I mentioned Inspector Co. Oh, but I have right. one other, maybe just to mention, I, because it's Apple TV's trying to get into the game, and they've got one right now called Doctor Brain, and it's. <laughs> um, Got the guy from Parasite. I'm I'm sorry, I don't know his, his name, but um, as well as Mister Mister um, Curtis, uh, the the star of Mister My yeah, Mister. Yeah, the voice that guy. <laughs> yes, and it's only six episodes. I'm I'm through three, and it's fine. It, it's I don't know. I feel like the, it's been done. It's kind of this memory transfer thing, trying to solve a <laughs> mystery and it's just i don't know some, it's missing something which kind of surprises me being an apple you know apple oh. trying to get out there in it yeah oh, i didn't know they're getting into the k-drama game too wow so would you continue what you think well it's it's a six episode run and i'm three in so i can probably give it three more hours <laughs> like i said i i, I yeah feel i've like heard the name of it there's but something I... gonna be there yeah, I gotta hook up my Apple TV. My sister gave me an Apple TV. All right, well, let's move on then. Um, okay, so we're I think we're gonna get into some better news. Um, well, actually, not not necessarily. <laughs> I kind of wanted to talk about maybe some actors or actresses. Do you feel like there were any surprises in twenty twenty one? Any any actors or actresses or shows? that you thought were kind of, wow, this is someone new, someone to keep an eye on. Um, or I also wanted to talk about who had a good year and who had a bad year. We can, we can take this in any number of directions. What do you guys think? Oh, there's so, so many choices there, Curtis. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a mixed bag for me. Who do you think had the best year? Jung Hain. 
The guy yeah, from DP had a yeah, because I I knew that he's oh, a decent yeah. actor, but seeing him in DP kind of brought another dimension to him. Previously, he he's did good. um something in the rain, and then he also yeah. did he was in Goblin for a bit. Goblin for a minute. Yeah, and he was also in that movie with Kim Golan, Tune In for Love, and a bit more of a softer character play. And then suddenly he did DP, and you're like, whoa, he could do that as well. Yeah. yeah. He's in Prison Playbook, and he's also in Snowdrop. Yeah. yeah uh yeah we i haven't seen snowdrop at all but yeah i think he's had a good year he's a he's a good actor too he's mm -hmm. really good uh i was gonna say ej hoon had a good year no comment. <laughs> uh move to heaven uh and oh, taxi driver yeah. i think those are both pretty solid i'd agree with that curtis i thought he was uh, i'm a fan of his so i i enjoy both of those very much yeah yeah um, of course, he's from Signal. Yep. And let's not forget about our girl Han So Hee. Yes. She had. I mean, you didn't like Nevertheless, but a lot of people did like Nevertheless. It, it is a different pacing, and my issue wasn't with the drama. I think it was more of the chemistry within the two main leads, where they try to keep pushing them together, and you're like, you just look like you're horny for each other, and that's it. You don't look like you <laughs> want to be with each other. It seemed like the pull is toxic, and I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. But she showed some range, man. To do those two yeah. different, totally different films. I mean, uh, dramas. Yeah, amazing. You got Lee Jung Jae from Squid Game. Oh, he, who yeah. Who is all over everything, like uh, media blitz wise here, at least. Yeah, I mean, he, he was a big star before in Korea. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he, he really... And it's so weird to see him in other roles now because you see him in that Squid Game role it's this deadbeat joker of a dad and then a survivor but then you see him in other dramas and he's like a serious gangster or you know he, he plays a lot of different characters so he's a really good actor yeah i'll be honest i have not seen him in in really anything else but my netflix feed i see his picture on on all <laughs> of these things like um uh of course now i'm not chief of staff or something yeah, like all yeah. these other dramas so i definitely need to check those out yeah. You know who else had a good year? Who? Uh, Song Kang. Oh, who's Song He was Wait. in Avalara, and he was in Nevertheless, oh. and he was in Sweet Home last year. He's just been like the Netflix's yeah, boy. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, no, that, that's a good year. If you throw in the end of last, Sweet Home was at end of last year, I think. You know what's kind of interesting is they, they've been saying that some of these big stars kind of had some some duds. You know, we had Gianna John with Jiri San. Is oh, don't get me started. That that almost <laughs> made my disappointment <laughs> list. Yeah, and she's so good, right? We've we've ranked, we've ranted, raved about her before. Did you guys but... watch Jerison? It was so bad. No, because I've heard so many <laughs> bad things about it. But at least it balances yeah. that with Ashen of the North. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jennifer loves her, but she she couldn't watch Jerison either. I think. Uh, and then also uh, Song Hye Kyo in Now We Are Breaking Up had kind of a not a good run on that one. What's that face for, Nadir? I have a cheat uh, for new coming dramas if I want to watch it or not. Sometimes I wait two or three episodes and then I go to Tumblr and see what gift sets are made. And if the gift sets are good, I know it's going to be good. And none of them are enjoyable. They, lo they both look so bored with each other. And so I visit Reddit and everyone's saying the same thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, what a what a loss of potential, that one. 
Yeah, she hasn't had a good one for a while, right? When was the last good good drama? She's an encounter, which is kind of meh. Yeah, the thing is, I don't think she's a bad actress. I've seen her. We, I th- I've seen her in Full House, and I think she could do something different there. In Dots, she was. I wasn't. I wouldn't say she was great, but I think she was giving more range there. But I, it mm-hmm. kind of feels like she almost stopped trying. I don't know. Yeah, so the, I've heard people saying they're never going to watch her again. Like they're just kind of, they've kind of given up on her. Uh, Anyone else we want to mention? Let me look at the list again. So I don't know if this is right for a family podcast, but for someone that had a bad year, Kim Sun Ho from hometown Cha Cha Cha. Did you guys follow the drama there? Yeah, Up, ups and downs, right? <laughs> he wasn't he a little bit redeemed though, Nadir. Yeah, I think at the end, but I don't know, Nadir. Do you know more? Well, the last I heard was uh, Dispatch Korea actually did a proper expose. And we know uh, from what I understand, Dispatch is pretty much like TMZ. They don't give you good news. They just give you bad news. Um, (laughs) And my understanding is they actually proved ways of how Kim Sonho was actually there for his girlfriend during the difficult time. Um, just like these small proof of, oh, well, he knew how to make this cooking in the variety show because he said he made this for his girlfriend when she was sick. And they just did like this, you know, that sunny in Philadelphia meme. He, it pretty much right. felt like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think in the end, he was redeemed for that. And if anything, it seems like his fans loved him more because he pretty much was ready to take on the blame that his ex-girlfriend posted online. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's his ex-girlfriend that's copying the blame when it's unfortunate because it's it felt like it's such a private matter and it just yeah. bled it was everywhere. Very delicate. Yeah. And it's so rough, you know, it's like the public opinion is so hard to sway, you know. <laughs> it's just once people say this, you know, there's some people who don't hear the other part of it and they're like, Oh, isn't that guy the guy who did this? Yeah, they were so focused on who's right and wrong instead of just, you know, their feelings and their rights. Didn't So Yeah G get dropped from a drama too? Like the It's Okay Not to Be Okay woman? I thought she was in one and then she got dropped because all this bad stuff came out. Yeah, that she was a bully. <laughs> she, she's a control. Yeah, she's oh. a bully and she controls her boyfriend. Yeah, probably and, abused him or something. Yeah. All these high school classmates are coming out and saying she was dead. Yeah, it was, it was a big year for like bullying and abuse. Scan- scandals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, let's end on a high note. Let's talk about our favorite dramas. And now, Nadira, we can do a little breakdown. We can do a little uh, a little expose on uh, any dramas you want to, to talk about. Um, yeah, go ahead first. Nadira. I have two that actually made my year, and they're both very different. Um, one of them is DP, of course. I said about how, you know, they really knew what they were doing and they, and, you know, being a political student, I was really interested in that side um, in terms of the critique of how the government has the system of conscription and how they don't really look after the people that's supposed to serve the country. Um, but it's it was just so raw and i would recommend the listeners here to also listen to uh k drama my eyes out episode on that because i think they covered it really well from someone with um korean heritage and who knows personally people who have experienced the korean conscription um i just want to say it's a great drama and jung hae and 
oh, that guy, the the second guy who was an amazing gem. Ku Kyu Huan, I think his name is quite difficult. I think that's his name. He was amazing. He had such comedic timing. He made the show much lighter and enjoyable. It wasn't all like yeah. doom and gloom with him around. A little bit lighter. A little bit lighter, <laughs> yeah. And on the other side of the coin, I have Run On. I know that Curtis didn't oh. like Run On. No, I didn't, I didn't hate yeah. it. It just didn't do that. Yeah, much. it was a character. <laughs> what is Run On? Run On is a Netflix one. It has Shin Se-kyung, uh, who was previously on uh, Rookie Historian. She was in Black Knight. Uh, and she was in something else I can't remember. Uh, Bride of the Water God. And the guy is Im Si-won. Uh, he was in Strangers from Hell. Miss Sang. And Miss Sang. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, I think the what it didn't work for Curtis was because it was a character-driven drama. So there wasn't actually a lot of plot happening. And I, I heard a lot of critique <laughs> about this. And I'm like, all the critiques are right. Nothing is happening. But for some reason, I'm just enjoying it. It's, it's one of those like highly saturated color. Um, and it was just so well-polished. Uh, which I normally don't like, but there was something that I noticed, which is low stakes drama becoming more and more popular because you just don't want to get stressed mm. out over watching murders and <laughs> corruption that you just want something like aliens and, <laughs> and all the conflicts in run on I notice is off screen, like a mm. divorce happened on screen. Um, someone got, there was some beating up on screen, but for the most part, it happened, you know, off screen. So all yeah. the things that you get are the fluffy, happy side. And they also weren't shy enough to include an asexual character. There was an asexual character in there, which I haven't seen anywhere else in a Korean drama. Mm. Um, yeah. They've done LGBTQ touch lightly here and there with a Taewon class and some other dramas, but having an asexual character I think it made it for me where it just becomes something easy to watch and they're not bad looking people that, that always helps <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay maybe I'll, I'm gonna put that back on my list Nadir I'll, I'll give it another couple episodes yeah I, I'm not opposed to character driven stuff I do like a plot though yeah <laughs> I do like something to happen but uh, but yeah, at this point right now, there's not a whole lot out there. I might go back to that. Yeah, there one. isn't conflict. There, well, there isn't much conflict. Uh, Amy, have you watched DP or uh, Run On? Well, I've just written down Run On because I, it sounds like something I would really like. I did watch DP uh, and I liked it. I I, uh, I will tell you, it. Um, uh, I mean, it was it was troubling. For the the themes were were troubling. I. Mm -hmm. uh, so it wasn't wasn't a um, you know a pick me up, but I agree with you, Nadira. That that KDMEO episode about that show, I really got a lot from that as well, and um, I was glad that I watched it. I, mean, I thought it was very well done, and I agree with you on the actors and the um, the uh, the second lead. Uh, I just saw him in uh, the movie Escape from Mogadishu the other day, and he's excellent in that. I just really feel like his star is on the rise, as well mm. as the lead. Yeah, what what do you guys think of the short format that Netflix is is messing with? Six to eight to ten, love it. you know, yeah, episodes. Love it. More, please. Yeah, it's, it's nice. I mean, you can. I think I knocked out DP in four or five days, maybe four days. It's really doable. I don't think I would feel the way I do about it if it was sixteen episodes. It would be yeah. too heavy. There's no, there's no need to drag some of these. You know, I mean, maybe I'm jumping the gum here a little bit, but. You know, Silent Sea was probably 
could have been done in three episodes. <laughs> you know, there, there wasn't a whole lot going on in Silent Sea. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it yeah. was good. I mean, I liked it, but it's like they, they they just seemed to didn't have that much plot or story or dialogue even. They just kind of stretched it out. But, um, yeah, I like the short format, and I, I wouldn't mind other dramas. TVN, we're talking to you. Maybe shorten things up a little bit. But that's the thing that Netflix has that broadcasts, you know, they don't need to sell advertisement versus – you know the KBS, the SBS. They have to, they have to fill out weeks and weeks of advertising and product placement, and you know, they need to sell as many commercials as they can. Versus Netflix, they they spent their twenty million on it, and they you know six episodes is fine. They just need to get eyeballs on it. So have you two both finished the Silent Sea? Yes. Yes. Okay. I did. Yeah. What did you think of the ending? Uh, yeah, I um. <laughs> Well, <laughs> you go first, Amy. Well, I'll tell you, I, this was another one I was really looking forward to because I love um, Peituna and uh, Kong Yu. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I think I was, I agree with you, Curtis. It's like the kind of, there wasn't, there wasn't a whole lot there and maybe it could have been shorter. I, I, lo I love anything that creates a world though. And sure. so I really um, I like that aspect and uh, but, you know, I think on the whole, I enjoyed it. I, I It's not my best of, but what about you guys? Yeah. Uh, and before we talk about the ending, spoiler alert, everyone out there, we, we'll talk about it. But um, yeah, it was fine. It, it was a very serviceable drama. Uh, you know, the acting was great. The, the sets looked amazing. Like they mm -hmm. spent a ton of money on that, you can tell. Um, yeah, but I think it could have been a two-hour movie. I mean, it could have been... Yeah. Um, shortened up, tightened up, and have it a little faster paced. That I mean, it was suspenseful, but they had you know a two minute walk down a corridor, which could have been a ten second walk down the corridor. You know, um, and the ending, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what you, I've heard, I've heard differing opinions. You think he's alive? You think he's not alive? What do you guys think? Oh, I don't know. I want him to be because I want to see more of him. But are we going to get a season two? I only want to see him alive know. if you know there's a season two because it's otherwise there's no point. Yeah, they left it. They left. That, I mean, the light flickered. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been a symbol. Did you? Um. But why? Why? I thought he why was have dead. him out there at all? Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like he's dead. <laughs> I mean, if they do a season two and then the light flickers back on, then it'd be like, oh, I guess he wasn't. I mean, he could be. He could be alive. They left that open. But <laughs> he looked pretty dead to me. <laughs> but. Stranger things have happened. I mean, his suit, his suit wasn't ruptured, right? And he wasn't bleeding out of his eyes, but he looked pretty dead. <laughs> what do you think of the ending, Nadir? The ending, I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I'll take it. Um, my issue was a bit more like when they first arrived on the moon and they were walking, they had that slight anti-gravity look happening. And then at the end, yeah. they didn't. And you're like, did the gravity <laughs> just go away? I mean, yeah, did yeah, they just like yeah. come back and just got the earth gravity. Um, and, you know, it also gave me a little bit of alien fields. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of Newt. Yeah. And the little girl. Right. Yeah. 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 It wasn't a completely original. I mean, the whole water thing, that was kind of new. I think. But, yeah, I thought um, that was interesting. Yeah. I think they could have made more impact with the human cloning, though. Because they they only discuss it in like ten minute window. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and clearly she's got some amazing abilities. I mean, she can walk on the moon with no suit and yeah. no air, and she has gills. <laughs> she has healing powers. I mean, she is pretty crazy. Curtis, so... aren't you a science teacher? Were you kind of bristling at that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to just turn off the brain and just go with it. <laughs> but, yeah, the science, like, she has gills, and yet she can live on the moon with no oxygen. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's kind of clever, but yeah, not my top three. Uh, let's see, uh, Amy, you want to do your top two or three? Sure. Sure. Well, we, we, um, yeah, I guess, I guess the two I want to call out, we, we haven't talked about yet. Um, one is hometown Uh cha-cha-cha and and I'll (laughs) tell you, this was one I resisted for a long time because for some reason that like the image that Netflix used in their, you know, whatever their promo, I was completely resistant. I was like, that looks stupid. I do not want to watch this thing. (laughs) I was completely taken in. I just, I love these heartwarming type, type things. Um, you know, I could have done without the, could have done without the, you know, we met as kids and we're destined, you know, yeah. Yeah, over, over that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's been done. Yeah. So I wanted to mention that one. And then, um, the, the other one that was really a, a favorite and I judge a favorite on like, am I really like rushing to the television? Cause I really want to see that next yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. And for me, that was racket boys. It, it is huh. just a heartwarming. Have either of you seen it? I no. haven't, but I've heard good things. Same. Well, I love, I love shows that are multi-generational and this one, yeah. it was focused on this, um, you know, underdog um, badminton team it, in the, apparently it's like at the farthest point, uh, you know, outside of Jeju Island or something in Korea, uh-huh. this, this like town that's like on the, you know, the end of the Korean peninsula or something in the middle of nowhere. Um, so it was this, you know, underdog team and then their, their parents were the coaches. And then there was also some, you know, neighbors and, you know, people kind of grandmother type figures. And it just always made me feel good and it made me laugh and, uh, you know, had, had some good cameos, uh, in it from, uh, famous, uh, other folks that I've seen in other dramas. And so, uh, I think if you're just looking for something light to lift your spirits, Racket Boys is, one I would definitely recommend. Do you remember how many episodes there are? I think it is 16. Okay. Is it Netflix or is that on Vicky? It's or? on Netflix. Okay. At least that's where I saw it, yeah. All right. I, You know, I, I think Jennifer probably would have picked Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha as <laughs> well. Uh, I know, I mean, she did it on our little draft thing. She picked that as her first pick, so she was really on board with that. I've, I've only watched four or five episodes, and... I think I'll finish it. I guess I have a long list of things to watch now. That's good. That's what this show is for, right? To give people some ideas, things they might have missed. So, yeah, definitely going to add Rock, Racket Boys and uh, Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. I'm going to add I'm gonna add uh, Move to Heaven on my list. Yeah, I loved that. It was just really well done. Again, it's it's not a it's, – it's, it's sad. You know, the first two episodes, you might cry. It, it's sad to start with and there's sadness throughout but there's also some uplift and there's definitely some a little bit of resolution at the end and a little bit of like okay i think we'll be okay because we have each other and i thought the acting was really good uh there was the the kid from crash landing on you as well as ej hoon um yeah, so i thought that the acting was really solid and i mean 
Eat your hoon in a mullet. Come on, Adira. <laughs> sold. <laughs> I'm totally sold. <laughs> <laughs> and Curtis, just to mention, um, the uh, the kid in Move to Heaven is the same kid in Racket Boys. And oh, he's okay. got an incredible range because this character in Racket Boys is, you know, 180 degrees oh, wow. different. Okay. Yeah. No, he sounds like he seems like he has a lot of talent. Jennifer messaged. Oh, she messaged yeah. us? What did she say? Oh, my God. It's between hometown CCC and Squid Game. I'm le leaning a little <laughs> more towards Squid Game because I binged the whole thing in two days. Yeah. You know, we have to mention it, right? If you're going to talk about 2021, it's super well done, super well acted. They they had a plot. They had a plot. They had acting. They had set design. And I think it's going to be one of those. I think that might be the one of all the dramas from 2021, 10 years from now that we'll still be talking about. I'm not yeah. sure we'll talk about hometown cha-cha-cha 10 years from now. But I think we'll still be talking about Squid Game. It was a it was an international phenomenon. It was, you know, it owned Halloween, <laughs> I mean, basically. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked to you about this, Nigeria. I liked Alice in Borderland better, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked Alice in Borderland better as well. And it's not that I didn't enjoy Squid Game, but I thought it was actually quite forgettable. Like, I think it yeah. was a bit um, too tight and too um, contained in its storyline that I don't think it bled enough. Like, either people completely got the metaphor in the story or it just went completely over their head and they were just talking about the games. And I, I don't, I'm not really looking forward to season two. I, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be. Happening? Yeah. Yeah. They've already talked about it. So I don't know. I, I think it was, I think it was great. It was well done. Uh, it's worth talking about. It's kind of on the outside of my top three it might be number four. Um, I think, yeah, I think I would have put, I put move to heaven I might put my name in my top three. I, I again, there's you know a little struggle with reality a little bit in there, but it's really well done and it it makes like Amy was saying. What what dramas this year have you wanted to? As soon as you get home from work or as soon as you put the kids to sleep, which one do you really want to yes. watch? You know, my name, DP, Squid Game. Those are all those where I just wanted to know what happens next. The Silent Sea, I wasn't really like that. It was mm -hmm. like, oh, I guess I'll watch another episode. Yeah. <laughs> It was, you know, because it's holiday. I didn't have much else to do. Yeah. So they timed it right for me to watch it. But it wasn't one of those must-see, I got to find out what happens next. It really wasn't that for me. I would have been more excited to watch it if they put Margongi on screen. I know. Or if he smiled once yeah. in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and show his neck tattoo a little bit more. <laughs> the neck tattoo. Yeah, no, he, he was good. But it, it almost could have been any actor, yeah. right? He mm -hmm. didn't have... You almost wasted him. <laughs> Betty yeah. had a little bit more to do. I yeah, think. she's a central I, character. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think one thing that was lacking in the Silent Sea for me, speaking of, of Gong Yu, is, you know, he had some really major decisions to make. And, you know, he never brought people in to talk about it, or you never really knew what he was struggling with in terms of the factors at play i just thought some of that would have helped it a bit yeah. yeah you're right they just showed us his daughter a lot but they didn't quite explicitly say or you know made more connection between him and his daughter yeah yeah or it's kind of like how much does he know you know that was yeah. kind of 
but he didn't it wasn't really a big bomb at the end where like oh i knew all this all along you know it was kind of like oh you did know this all right yeah <laughs> oh well oh but it's something to look at an, an actor <laughs> that i think is um gonna shine in 2022 is the spoiler alert for silent sea e june who is uh ryu tesek i think his character name is silent sea who is the second mole the double agent yeah he is in another um, ongoing show called Bulgasal, and he's amazing at it. He's only had like three scenes, and he's blown me away. He's completely different in the silence and completely different in Bulgasal. Do you like that one so far? Yeah, that just started. I haven't seen it. Um, are you watching it, Nadira? Yes. I have low expectations going in. Well, not low. I had no expectations going in. So <laughs> that helped. It's almost like a cheaper budget of Goblin, but instead of talking about lovey-dovey stuff, it's about revenge. <laughs> Okay. So it's a bit dark, yeah. Huh. And it's current, so it's like two week, two episodes a week. Yes, I think I'm, it's still on episode four right now. Oh, okay. All right. Put another one on Yay. the list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did poll some people on my Instagram, and I asked them what was their favorite drama that they watched in 2021. So people put some dramas that were not released in this year. They just put things that they had watched this year, which is fair enough. So Kelly, she was on my episode number three where we talked about uh, crying in H Mart. Kelly said, nevertheless, was one of her top dramas and hospital playlist. Oh, too. really? So she really liked it. Yeah. Uh, Ryan uh, said her private life. So that was a couple of years ago. But we haven't. Park Min Young hasn't done anything in a year or two. Is she coming out with something? I think she is coming out with something new, right? I don't know. She seems to go in waves. She would do like three, four dramas in two years and then disappear for a year or two. But yeah. I, yeah. I think I saw that. I was looking up the 2022 stuff. I think she has one coming out, which is good. We all like her. Uh, Lauren, not my daughter, Lauren, and not my friend from the Marvel episodes, Lauren. Another Lauren said... The King, the Eternal Monarch was one that she finished in 2021 and she really liked. So, I don't know. It was a popular drama, you know. Actually, you know, one we haven't talked about at all is Vincenzo. I didn't watch it. I, <laughs> I'm still watching Oh, you haven't I'm finished still... it. No, I told you. I got to episode 12 and I was like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I thought do you would have continued by now. <sighs> it's been a struggle. I, and, you know, okay, here, this is... I don't know how you feel about this. I was watching it at 1.5 speed. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's so idea. ridiculous. But it's so slow. It was so slow. I was watching it at one and a half speed. So they sound ridiculous. They sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks. <laughs> but even then it felt slow. So I don't know, man. Can you read that fast? I can. Yeah, I can get most of it. I get most of it. Because it's that slow. No, if it was moving more quickly, I wouldn't be able to read that fast. But yeah. Oh, that was difficult. Yeah. You only got five in, right? Five no, I finished it. In. Oh, you did? I mean, in saying that, I did fast forward a lot at some point. Um, yeah. It, 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 yeah. Not a lot of it was happening. So it felt like it was directed for a prof proper mafioso drama, but it was written for yeah. more of a family borderline family values with the neighbors in the building so yeah. a lot of fillers yeah. yeah i just don't care anymore i don't care who gets the gold yeah <laughs> <laughs> they can all have the gold you know it's who forgettable cares? yeah yeah it's insanely popular though a lot of people like that one uh last one is i had a uh, a chat with jessica she has a podcast called day but day K rambles podcast 
And she said also for her, move to heaven. And she said happiness. I just finished happiness and I loved it. Oh, did you? Did you? Well, I shouldn't say love. I mean, I... For some it's reason, weird, I, right? I found that I could pause it. I like to pause it and then look at my phone for a while. But but I wanted, I, I hoped I have, might have a chance to mention happiness if you don't mind a second. Do you guys know what it's yeah. about? It's, uh, I saw the first episode. Oh, okay. So, so it's, it's like a virus or a disease. It's a virus that turns people into zombies, which kind of makes me go, uh, zombies. But what was interesting was that it, this virus, you would only be a zombie for a short time. And so this apartment building gets quarantined and um, it just, it was a, I, I just felt like it was a good uh, story about humanity, you know, like, like oh, they, okay. they, um, how they, uh, you know, they, they knew that ultimately there was going to be a cure to this thing. It wasn't, it didn't totally turn people into this monster. So how they approached that. And then the leads were, were really good. The, um, the male and the female lead, I'm sorry, I don't know their name, but. Yeah, yeah. That's actually why I yeah, want to watch it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't put it at the top of a list, but. Definitely it was, entertaining. It was entertaining. Yeah. Okay. And then Jessica goes on to say she's loving right now the red sleeve. Hmm. Have you guys heard of that? I one? have heard of that one. Isn't that a sad one? Um, I'm only one episode okay. in. It's about the crown prince and then the kind of one is one of his maids. Yeah, I think it's a sad one because my friend has been sharing on her Insta story and she is not posting any spoiler, just like expressive emoticons. So I can tell that if it's sad or not. A lot of crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's recommended by Jessica. Um, anything you're looking forward to in 2022? I don't know if you had a chance to look that far ahead. I did a little snooping and I found one for you. To Please do. share. <laughs> it's not for you it's for me uh it's called rookie oh, starring chase and it's got, ah! it's got daniel oh. king and chase oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah daniel king i guess he's k-pop yep. right he's a. Uh, so he it's his first drama it's on disney plus korea so looking forward to that uh and then there's another one for my wife she is a huge ji chang wook fan so she will watch anything that he is in. And there's one called The Sound of Magic. Let me read this description to you. The Sound of Magic revolves around Yu Yi, who's making ends meet as she supports herself and her younger sister. Abandoned by her parents because of debt, Yu balances her part-time job and studies and still manages to become a top student. But all she wants is to grow up quickly so she can find a stable job. Desperate to change, Yu reveals her dream to the magician, Lee Yule, and her life begins to change. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I think, I, I think Ji Chang Wook is the magician. <laughs> so, yeah, so that one's for my wife. So that's a Vivian pick out there for something in 2022. Anything else you guys have heard about that you're kind of looking forward to? I still want to unpack this Ji Chang Wook thing. I think this is his first supernatural <laughs> drama I've heard of. He's always does like action and comedy. I don't think he's done like anything. That's true. He's done more rom-coms lately. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was that one in the frozen? Melt me slow. Uh, <laughs> was that one? That was where terrible. he was a lawyer. No, suspicious partner. He was a lawyer. Uh, melting me softly. Yeah. Melting me softly. Wasn't he in there? Yes. And he was also love struck in the city, which I regret oh. watching to the end. <laughs> 
But yeah, before that, it was all K2 and Healer, that kind of stuff. Yes. Love Struck in the City was was terrible. I heard it was okay. It was okay. Kind of a sitcom. Kind of, but you kind of, you get to the end and you understand the conflict and you're like, this is a stupid conflict. This did not need to happen. (laughs) And he was a bit of a, his character was also a bit of a coward who feels like he deserves everything, even though he didn't. Although, like, he he just made a, you know, uh, a mountain out of a, Molehill, is that the term? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my wife even watched Backstreet Rookie. She like <laughs> it's silly. It's super silly. But yeah, this sounds like it might be a little silly too. But yeah, you never know. You never know. Okay. I've got two I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Um, one is I saw that they're um, doing a, a money heist uh, Korean version, Korean. and yeah. I really loved the Spanish version. So. Yeah. I'm interested to see what they do there. It looks like it's got a lot of stars. And then the other one I'm interested in is um, the next big thing that Sonia Jin from Crash Landing is doing is called 39. Oh. And it's got the um, the female lead from Hospital Playlist as well. I don't know if it's oh, going to be, wow. I don't even know the plot. I just am interested to see the next yeah. thing that Sonia Jin does. Yeah. No, they're both, they're both great. Yeah, that'll be good. All right, so 2022, right? We have high hopes for for many reasons. It's gotta be better, right? Right? Don't jinx it. (laughs) I just jinxed it. I just jinxed it. But um, yeah, so um, thanks for coming along and chatting with me. I I think when should I drop this? Should I drop this? I'm gonna drop it tomorrow, which for me will be New Year's Eve. But should I time it with a New York midnight? Greenwich Mean Time Midnight. It's your call. I want to get oh, it great in. great host. Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see. I, I want it in 2021, so I'll drop it before Greenwich Time Midnight. Cool. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for coming along and talking. We wish you well out there, Jennifer. Hope you're healing up. Uh, all you other listeners out there, I hope you're all staying safe and you're all healthy. We'll do another K-Drama 1 in 2022, right, Nadir? You got some time? Yes. Okay, we'll do. See you then. All right. <laughs> So we'll we'll watch uh, Chase Ubin and a little Ji Chang Wook. <laughs> oh man! So we're gonna have a good year. I think we're gonna uh, the our podcast, our little podcast here, is gonna do some stuff. I, I have to release my Australia episode, Najir. I have that one coming up with two women that have a podcast down in Sydney. So that's coming up on January first week, first two weeks of January. Then we're going to talk a little Hong Kong film after that with my friend Sabrina. And then after that, my sister's taking over. So we're talking some some chef stuff with Shirley Chung from Top Chef. And then after that, this is where the nerdiness comes in. We're going to talk about Asian scientists. I have a couple PhDs coming in. And we're going to talk about Asian scientists and Asian contribution to science. And between those... We may drop in another little side dish here and there. There's some interesting things coming up. You can write to us at infatuationpodcast at gmail.com or you can be like Amy and message me on Instagram at the Infatuation Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, write to us. Let us know what, what dramas you liked for 2021 and anything you're looking forward to, and I'll read it on the air if you write it in. And so on behalf of Nadira, Amy, Jennifer, who's not feeling well, and myself, we hope you're all happy, healthy, and safe out there. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. Bye.